Hello and welcome to Comp. As you can see, there is no video today. Don't complain to me because we have a very special guest that'll make up for any of your misgivings. I want to give a warm comp uh, welcome to a man who is uh, right now stranded in a COVID wasteland. He's uh, spent Thanksgiving alone. Uh, he can tell us what he's been doing, but I presume it's uh, sitting in filth, perhaps um, eating, you know, scraps. Um, he's possibly lost a lot of weight. Please uh, give a warm welcome to Tim Dillon. How great would it be if you had Rogan and that's how you brought Joe <laughs> Rogan on? Like, he was like, he's in a COVID wasteland. I don't know what he's doing. Give it up for Joe Rogan. Like, wouldn't it be great to just give him like that type of introduction? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, how, how is it over introductions there? Are, uh, introductions are one of the funniest things um, because there are people that are so bad at them. Right. That before you even start the interview, you're like, ang- like I've been angry at people <laughs> because they're so bad at the introduction. They don't know, or they they say something you did six years ago. This guy was, you know? a, was this, go, this guy. I saw know. him on Gotham Comedy, Access Comedy on Gotham, whatever it was called. Yeah, it's like it's like have you done? The, because then they always go, "Hey man, I'm such a big fan. Thanks so much for doing this." And they, then they go like this. They go. This guy's a regular governor's comedy club <laughs> in Long Island. <laughs> I'm like, could you could you have done any research? This guy can be seen at a uh, wild wild heart tattoo shop. Yeah, right. Wild, wild child. child. I just got. I just had a thing with the people that run that. Set up a Fleming's Steakhouse. In, do you have Fleming's on the East Coast? You're acting like you never you didn't grow up here like for the, until a year ago. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know what goes on over there anymore. I mean, I'm here now. I even left my house since you left New York. <laughs> well, anyway, remember they, they do this to you now. You order steak and they give you the plastic knife. I go, guys, <laughs> guys, I said I need, because I just moved into my house. I don't have utensils. I said I need the real knife. I said I'll pay you for it. Right. And then the woman's like, we can't do it. I'm like, it's thanks fucking giving. She goes, we can't do it. So then I go, listen, Google me. I said, I speak to half a million people a week. I said, I speak to half a million people a week on a podcast. And I said, I'll say very good things about Fleming. I thought you, found, you finally pulled that card at Fleming's. I pulled a card and it worked. I got a knife for twelve fifty, And I'm like, Oh, they charge you twelve fifty? Oh, they charged me these pieces of shit. And they refused to give me a fork. And I'm like, we're screaming and yelling. I got to pull rank for a fucking twelve fifty. I thought it was like a. I'm like, dude, enough already. Twelve. I mean, you know look, they get them for cheaper. Well, look, they, they have decent knives, but here's the deal: you go to a dollar store and they'll sell you like four steak knives for like three bucks, and they're like, just give those away with take if you need to. They, they probably, they'll cost you like a do- twenty cents. You know. I just don't Listen, I know most people have utensils, but. There's got to be a group, certain amount of people that, for whatever reason, just don't have a steak knife. I like don't. They, I, they, I they don't. I don't have steak knives. I I've been eating steak. Uh, I'm I'm off keto at the moment, but because of my teeth, uh, I, I I had a number of teeth issues recently. Uh, multiple teeth. That, that's why you're off keto because the teeth. <laughs> no, honestly, it's like it's hard to eat steak when you have like I've got a bridge on one side that like is I just take out every time I eat, and the other side they had to pull the tooth, and so I'm waiting for it to. 
heal before they can do anything there. It's this big gap there, and there's a root canal thing behind that. So like, I, I can't chew on either side of the mouth. I was like, the dentist was like, chew on the other side, but he knew. I'm like, no, I have that bridge you, you, you said you're going to try and fix. Oh, yeah, try a softer diet for a while. Yeah, the dentist looked at you. He's like, well, first things first. Just by observing you, I can tell you're on keto, right? Okay. <laughs> the diet for the fattest. <laughs> keto is the diet for the fattest people that I've ever met in my life, myself included. This is the diet. If you're over 300 pounds, you're on keto. This is the easiest diet. No, doctor, doctor. Doctor, I'm allowed yeah. to eat this much mayonnaise. It's, it's just part of the diet. <laughs> It's the easiest diet to sell the fat fuck. It's right. basically like, listen, you like cream How about a bucket of it? It's been the best. It's amazing because, yeah. like, yeah, look, all you got to do is not eat bread. You, you can eat as much bacon, as much butter, as much yeah. fucking whatever, steak. <laughs> we still can't stick to it. <laughs> and by the, way, by the way, try to explain keto to, like, anyone that's ever been healthy. <laughs> look at you... <laughs> Like you have 19 heads, you're like, by the way, I can't have any grains, but do you have any uh, bacon? Because I'm going to make a bacon and mayonnaise smoothie. I mean, it's really crazy, but it's, I got to get on a version of it because it's like the carbs do make you feel like shit. No, I, I feel awful right now. I started drinking. Basically, told me he go, told me to go on a softer diet for a while. So I'm like, all right. So I we have a blender, it's decent, it's a ninja blender, you know, decent quality. And uh, right. So I started making smoothies for the first four days, but then I would just you you, you, you try drinking smoothies for every meal, and you start getting blocked, not blocked up, but just full. It's like it's like it's like filling up a turducken or something. We're like, we're like it's like um, what's that thing? I'm like foie gras, you know. What kind of smoothies were you having? Well, I was taking... All right, I'll tell you what I was doing. All right, so I put uh, frozen uh, berries, banana, um, almond milk, oats, raw oats, and um, what else? A protein powder, and I mixed it together. But, you know, I was making them too big, and I was probably just drinking too much of it and too often. And so I was just getting feeling very like just a uh, full like because it's like it's it's just, it's it's like when someone's like putting glue inside of something you know what I mean when you, when you inject something with a liquid like a mold like it was basically it, like drinking smoothies is a fat guy is just basically putting an injection mold into yourself. It's now not the good. smoothie is the, the smoothie was the, the before keto. It was a smoothie, like right. it's, it's, it's the classic fat move. It's like, <laughs> it's like well, uh, my mother used to like make milkshakes in the house with powders and shit. The smoothie was the before keto. It was like, hey, you like milkshakes? What if you could drink milkshakes all day and lose weight? You go, yeah, why not? Right. Yeah, it's just like it's car, car, like it's carnation in some breakfast, but they call it a weight loss shake. I mean, if anyone comes up to us and goes, how about you just eat like a human being? We go, hey, fuck <laughs> you, buddy. Why don't you just be like... How about a little... Yeah. Why a little you... rice, a little brown rice, a little chicken, a little broccoli. Hey, fuck you. You understand. It's called ketosis. It's a metabolic state. Your body goes through a different metabolic... You got to piss on the strip. You're pissing on a strip? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's keto's a diet where you got to just constantly keep pissing all over your hands. Yeah, it's disgusting. 
Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I, I I don't I don't have a steak knife is the point. Um, so when I, over the summer and in, in, in the fall when I was doing keto and eating steaks every day in the air fryer, I was just like basically at the table with a a chef's knife, like a full like eight inch chef's knife, and just cutting it up. You know, it, well yeah, it works, but it's a, it feels a little uh, you know I feel like Hannibal Lecter kind of. I just love when I have to fight for nothing. Like this right. is my life. I fight and I fight and I fight for nothing. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it, I, I'm, I'm put through the ringer. I got to jump through the hoops. I got to brag about my fucking podcast so that I can get a twelve dollar night. I love how like not getting in the club. <laughs> they're just charging you for it. And it's not like do they comp you with dessert at least? Not only do they not comp you dessert. They said they couldn't do the tuna tartare because it's raw, and they couldn't do anything raw to go. What? And I said, I don't understand that. They go, well, we just thought we did it's our policy. It doesn't like, make any sense. What you, oh, I, I get it. I get it because, it, look, look I, I do get it now as I think about it because, like, you could leave it in your, in your trunk for, like, eight hours in the sun and then, like, try it and go to eat it and you get sick. Yeah, it's not, wouldn't that be my fault? Yeah, Wouldn't but you know, it be my fault if I if I left you to start tar in the car overnight. Well, well, well everyone's afraid of getting sued because they see the, you know they see these like quote unquote frivolous lawsuits that the media's put out there. It's like oh, old woman. Uh, I was, was going to start screaming, "I have COVID!" I, was like, <laughs> I have COVID. Just, just spitting just on the floor. Let me eat one more meal. Just let me eat one more goddamn <laughs> meal. My wife's died of COVID. <laughs> what, what kind of steak did you get? A petite filet. What is that exactly, a petite filet? Just a small filet mignon, a petite filet. You know, it's like, That's not much. You, you need really, more than that. What did, you, what did they bang you for that? I, 50 bucks. 50 bucks for the petite filet. Is and it, then I had crab cakes and lobster bits. Oh, okay. But still, that seems like... It, the filet mignon at like Walensky's wasn't even 50 bucks, was it? Or was it just that? Like this they're place, they're all banging you. They're all banging you now. I mean, the prices of steak—they're like stupid. Like yeah. ribeyes are one hundred and twelve dollars for no reason. Like, what? It's gone out of control. Like the old, like the ones we used to get, Walensky, the Colorado ribeye, like just regular one like that. Those were like fifty-seven. I don't know what those are. I haven't been there in a year, but like any steakhouse now. They're all just absurd. Like a hundred dollars used to mean a steak for two people. Yeah. Now it means like one person. Yeah, like like a full on porterhouse or two is like what, a buck twenty, like a high end steakhouse. It was. That's crazy. It be. This is it's this, not this, a fucking this is this this is the point of COVID. It's to it's to draw people into a situation where they have to like pay premium prices for like you know what is that? Is that you playing piano? I'm gonna get so, I'm gonna get so many people mad at me for the Candace Owens episode because I have Candace <laughs> on the show, and it's like I don't really challenge her because I just kind of giggle and shit at what she says. Like I just I also like I'm just not that kind of interviewer. Right. Like, I just don't give a shit. You're gonna debunk you know, like, people. Like, oh, I really give a shit. I don't care. That's the other thing. It's like this whole idea that I gotta care. Like she's like you know I said I said I said like I said hey it it, it seems to it seems to make sense to people that like black people have had a harder time of it in America than white people. And then she's like, what do you mean? And I just started laughing. <laughs> I don't, I started laughing. I'm like, what a way. I mean, I'm, then I start going into like the redlining and the, 
I'm like, what about this and that? And and she starts screaming. All right, listen, this is the way she feels. Like, you know, this isn't a fucking, this isn't like some great journalistic endeavor here. You yeah, know? I, I really, well, here, two things. A, you're not going to convince her. And the people who say, well, you shouldn't be yeah. platforming her. If you if you're gonna agree with that, you're gonna find her. Like you don't, no one needs to platform her. She's she's, yeah, she's a huge star. Just, yeah, it's like she's a massive star. We 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 get to some interesting stuff with her. She's like, you know, we got her to admit that maybe we should decriminalize the drugs here. You go, well, how about we decriminalize the drugs? Can you so ma- we have like a conversation can you ma- I would have with somebody at lunch? Can you imagine if like one of your listeners, your diehard fans, is listening? Here's your like, like you know, whatever objection. Like, oh, don't you think they have heart? Here's her pitch and goes, you know, this fat fuck's wrong. She's onto something. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what am I supposed to say? Like, this is the problem with all, with, with this shit. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Like- I mean, look, she's a ridiculous person. Like, she's a ridiculous. She knows she's like she knows what we spent the whole oral podcast talking about. People like her, just like it's it's, it's old school grift. And you, yeah, you, this is whatever the woman feels the way she feels. Yeah. I, you know, whether it's uh, I'm not in her heart. I'm not in her head. Sure. So, like, whatever, why ever she feels as she feels, the woman does seem to feel the way she feels. What do you want me to do? Right. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, she goes. She goes, well, your, your argument is proven wrong because she goes, she goes, your attitude on abortion is based on uh, the generation you grew up in. And I go, yeah, but my attitude that I think it's okay that you vote is also based on that. Right. She goes, yeah, there's good things. She goes, yeah, there's good things. So I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, what I mean, are we look, doing? It's you not know? really made to go too deep. I'm not even trying to, you know, look, she's, it's. This is not her fault. If people didn't buy it, it's like it's capitalism at this point. Like this is not this is not like I mean, it's different than like actual hate crime shit or whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, like Richard Spence, all those guys. It's like it's if people want to buy this, it's the, it's it's they're the, they're at fault. It's, it's you know if she, if they, if she's gonna come in like they're legitimate marks is the point. Yeah, I mean. I don't. I just. I thought it was a good episode. She's fun. I'm glad she came on. You know. No, she look. She's she a, has a great sense figure. of humor. She's a great sense of humor. It's kind of like, I don't know, folks. Go, go find, go find like the people on my Instagram that are like, I'll shoot this one out. It's like, well, you go do that. You do that. That's okay. I like. I, I like how people try, like trying to gear up to like take you down as if like anyone put you uh, propped you up in the first place. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like. Yeah, how about you sit that one out? You know, how about how about you sit that one out? If you don't, you don't, if you don't want to hear what she's got to say, you don't have to. That's the great thing about America; you have the ability to not listen. You don't have to announce you're not listening, but everyone does. Everyone does. Everyone's got to go. Hey Tim, I'm a big fan, but uh, I'm going to sit this one out. Right. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. Good for you. You know. You know. I don't know. I think it was a day. It was a. It was a fun episode. This is the thing when you have guests. It's like there's two ways you can do an interview. You can go at them, be very combative, try to create like some viral moment of you being combative, or you could just go, fuck it, <laughs> which is kind of what I do. I'm yeah. like, I, re- I, I'm, I want the grip. Like I'm more interested in the spiel. Like if I'm getting sold by a salesman, 
maybe it's because I used to be in sales. I sit back and I let, I'm like, let him go. Let yeah. him rip. Yeah, I know it's not. I know the rates are wrong. I know he's not going to be able to do what he does. But let him go. He's in, his, he's in the moment. He's, you know, let's let him go. And it's kind of the way I feel about her. I'm like, she's selling. And I'm just sitting there going like, okay, we'll see what you got. I, look, it is. Look, I'm sure it's a great episode. Uh, fuck everyone. What, what, what are we preserving at this point? Like, what, what, what are we even like? What, what are we arguing? Yeah. Like the the, the, the president. You're like, oh, it's your grifter. It's like I don't know. You get a grift then. Yeah. What do you think is left in this country? By the way, it's not much left. Hey, you know the president's like the, the president's still like you know refusing to leave the White House. Oh, we can chew and eat gum at the same time. No, we can't. Like, well, we right, focus right. on one thing. Well, we can't. Yeah. The country is still having like twenty person Thanksgiving and coughing in their grandma's throat. Yeah. But you gotta worry about what Tim Dillon has in his show. Yeah. I I Whitney Cummings a friend of mine, comedian, gave me a lot of furniture. She gave me a, a lot of furniture, high end furniture, probably about a hundred thousand dollars worth of furniture. Wow. I'm gonna give her something. I'm gonna give her like twenty grand or something. But she's given it to me uh for the house that I rented. And I had never done a full move because I never owned anything. So I always just left with like, you saw how I moved. I would put, yeah. I'd fill a laundry bag with clothes and I would take out a laptop. That was it. No, you'd be, you'd offer and, me, you'd be offering me books that you were, you know, like just weird Norman right. Mailer books and like, you know, just garbage all over your floor. I mean, look, up until a year ago, you lived like a, you know, a pauper. Uh, absolutely. And this is the first legitimate. And so the moving was like 12 hunch could move. And then the three guys worked all Thanksgiving. Wait, that was only twelve hundred for the move to move all that only stuff. Twelve hundred for the move. That seemed pretty reasonable. But then I, I was fine, so I gave them an eight hundred dollar tip because they worked all of Thanksgiving, and it was yeah. three guys. So at least it's like two something each, right? Yeah. Two fifty, two sixty, like. And they were so happy, man. They were so grateful for it. Um, but what a fucking, what a move, you know. Yeah. What a fucking... What, did you get a nice dining room you know, table? Ben, the... ben was supposed to come up. Ben was supposed to come over, but supposedly he had Thanksgiving plans with his wife at 8 o'clock in the morning. Ben is your uh, podcast producer slash personal assistant, for uh, those who don't know. Um, yeah, Ben supposedly had... I don't know what they were doing. They, they, were, they went to the turkey trot, I guess, <laughs> at 8 o'clock in the morning. So he couldn't come over and help. Uh, I don't know what he was doing. He was... He was I get every, and now I text him. I go, what are you doing tomorrow? Are you trick-or-treating? Or can we do a little work? <laughs> Are we doing? Are you Christmas caroling? Are you caroling, or can we? Can you come over for a few hours to bang out a little work? Did he? Did, did he um, really? Did he really go on a turkey trot this morning? No, I don't <laughs> know what he did. I don't know what he did, but it's hard finding you know good people. Is, 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 well, you know he's great, but at the end of the sure. day, it's like you know nobody works, right. and and uh, you know every nobody works, and then. If you ask anyone that's under 30 or you tell them that you don't like the job they've done, they cry yeah. and they have a tantrum and they tell you they love you. I mean, that's what, that's, that's the new, that's the new way to get over is you just start crying, God, I love you. I, Do you I just, I'm so sorry. I disappointed you. And then you don't change your behavior at all. Yeah. That's the way to do it. This is a phenomenon I, w- I witnessed as well. It's just, it's just this kind of uh, infantilized, not just, you know, amongst the men, but everyone's just an emotional basket case. And they, and, they, right. and, they, and they break down and start crying. Do you think that that's like that's actually legitimate? Like they actually just are fragile, or do you think they just learn from their weak parents to just well, I'll just throw a tantrum and like get my way? 
I think it's a little bit of both. I do think people are fragile now, though. As much as I'd like to see to say these kids are like diabolical, yeah. Um, I I do think they're fragile. I really do. I I do believe we have this learned fragility, uh, as the great Rush Limbaugh would say, learned helplessness, learned fragility. There's a who's still alive, by the way. He has like he's stage <laughs> five lung cancer, yeah. stage seventeen lung cancer. He got that medal a year ago. One to survive. He's going to be the only one that survives COVID. Yeah. I sent him an email in Palm Beach. I'm like, hey, man, I, I am a fan. Can I interview you? And of course, he's never responded. You know, of course. But Do you think he just bathes uh, naked in, in, a, in a bathtub with that metal on? I mean, if he's not, he's making a mistake. Yeah. I mean, it's just a boring move. Be. What did you say? He bathes naked with what on? That metal. Remember Trump put, put that metal on him last year? The, the oh, State yeah. of the Union? He just bathes naked. They just find their dead body floating in a tub naked with that <laughs> Congressional Medal of Freedom. He was a real but hero. Like, he, was a, he was a man. <laughs> but there, it's learned fertility, meaning like this, there was something that happened in this country, and I don't know when it happened. Everything became about your emotions. Everything became about how you were feeling and your mental health and wellness and self-care and Everything became about how you were feeling every moment of the day. And you needed to, like, the kids that I, you know, Dan Carney opened for me, who's great, but, like, you know, he uses words like quality of life. I just wanted a great quality of life. So I'm like, <laughs> no one I know grew up using that terminology. People like, like, I want a roof over my head. But they, now these kids have been, like, they've been, like, told that, like, that their mental constitution is entirely dependent on them being comfortable. And it's, I understand mental health and being mentally healthy, but these kids are now told like, hey, your mental health is entirely dependent on everybody around you telling you how great you are and loving you at every minute. Every great artist 20 years ago, including yourself, was living in a crack den at his age. And he's just, I want to quality of life. Like, like, you, mean, like you, you imagine like fucking like, you know, all these guys in the 60s and the 70s, even these guys who came up in the 80s probably like lived in like fucking shitty... Like, you know, rundown areas in New York City, these guys in comedy, I mean, even. Like, it's just the the level yeah, of... You know what it is? So you can't get upset with anyone under 30 because they will literally cry. I mean, they yeah. will literally cry, and they will tell you that they're so sorry and they need to go to therapy. And and I'm like, dude, I wanted you to work for two hours on the morning of Thanksgiving when there's a pandemic and there's nothing going on. We're, we're getting free... Uh, not free, but we're getting heavily discounted furniture for our podcast studio. Yeah. And it's like, how about we work for two hours? And then he sends you a whole big thing back. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I didn't communicate with you that I was busy. I got to stop doing this. You, I, you know, you're owed more. I got to go to therapy. It's like, <laughs> you're you don't have more. to go to therapy. Just come. Yeah, it's like, I am owed more. Then just do the thing. <laughs> yeah. Do the job. Like, it's, it's every which way but the job. It's like, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to go on a silent retreat. No, it's like he just goes to therapy. That's more time he's not available. It's like, no, this isn't the solution. I have to work on my chakra. How great would it be if you went to therapy and explained the situation? The therapist looked at him and went, why don't you fucking go and help the guy move? Isn't that your job? (laughs) Isn't that your job? Yeah, that that therapy session should be over in 20 minutes. Yeah, but that's the thing. They're, they're, all, they're all weaned on therapy. It's the that's the grift. It's just like no one these therapists right. could probably fix people in a week. Go, hey, stop, right. you know, stop hitting your kids. You know, stop, stop drinking. So Whatever. much of it is just so much of it is very people are very like 
life is hard. This is what people should like get through their heads, right? Which no, none of this generation under 30 seems to get. Life is hard. For the majority of people on the planet Earth, it's brutal, short, and horrible. Okay? Life. Very, now there's moments of levity and fun and whatever, but it's a tough thing. Life is hard. This right. is like what these people are finding out. Um, it can be great, but not all the time, not every minute, not every second. Most of what you have to do in life is drudgery. It's like, oh, I've got to do this. Gotta do this. I love performing. How much of that is, is you know, uh, you know, how much of my day is like getting on a plane, checking in a hotel, like everything I hate to get to something that I love to do. So when I'm like, hey, man, can we move the table for two hours? It becomes like this strange thing where I'm like, I'm like taking the unfun world and, and, and like injecting it into the, the reality of like, but it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is fun. I mean, how many, it's for me, how many years have we been making this, this point that like, it's for fucking children. All these holidays are for children. They're all for children, but these are children. Yeah. Have children you know, so people are like, I'm going to try to, I, I didn't request the whole Thanksgiving. I wasn't like the whole day. I was like, Hey, how about a couple hours in the morning? And, <laughs> and you know, it, it became, uh, I, yeah, mean, I get it. I get it, man. I remember getting, I get being it. on a job and like, and like, you know, I was like 18 working at a retail store and like my, my manager was like, and it wasn't like one of these like corporate real estate, real estate. It was a smaller shop. I was like, Hey, yeah, I wanted to take my birthday off. He's like, your birthday. How old are you? Like, I mean, like, and you get that. You hate your birthdays. You don't give a shit about them. But I'm saying, this, like, these guys are like 26, 27. Like, like, no one's ever checked them on this stuff. It's crazy. But, uh. It's like, there's, there's something about it that I think goes back to, like, like, this idea, which is now very popular. This is a very, very popular idea. And I don't know where this came from. This idea of like um, balance, you right. know, where everybody's like, I want a balanced life. I want everything to be balanced. So I need to have equal parts because balance is, you know, e- essentially like equal. So I need to have equal parts of everything all the time. I need equal parts love, equal parts work, equal parts fun, equal parts health, equal parts success. And, and and there was this idea that when I grew up, you would maybe make sacrifices for years. Many people made sacrifices for the majority of their lives. Well, I don't, I, kids, I don't know. Right? I mean, because like Michael Jordan was all about balance and well-roundedness. Uh, right. You know. Yeah. He was very. It was very balanced. You know. <laughs> so this is what I mean when I and I and I think that like there's this idea that like well I just can't work for two hours on Thanksgiving because that's a holiday and that's that's when I have my time with my wife, and I, I understand that. Yeah, but you know what? Why I require, right. Yeah. You know who's into that is like Norwegians or like Scandinavian, like these Nordic yeah, countries. Yeah, there's also people that work at Geico. Like, dude, go work No, at but Geico. that's my like, point. It's like, but these people are like, damn, like, wants to be a star, but also I want to live like, you know, a balanced Ikea life. And it's like, we have one or the other. Well, the other thing is like, Listen, there's a value to living a very normal humdrum life. What I'm trying to do and what, what people in my business are trying to do is kind of fucking wild and crazy 
and we have to not like we not we can't observe every convention that regular people do. So sometimes things might need to get done on a holiday. Sometimes things might need to get done uh, during a time. Sometimes things might need to get done at two o'clock in the morning because I feel like working at two o'clock in the morning. And if I feel like working at two o'clock in the morning and you don't and you work for me, that's a problem. Right. And and if you don't feel like working at two o'clock in the morning, that's okay. You don't have to work with me and for me. And I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying that like, this is when you have an unconventional life, you're signing up for an unconventional life. And that life means you don't have to work as much as everyone else. You never have to really clock in, but you might have to work at odd times. You might have to work at weird times. You might have to like, you know, do things that seem crazy, like, you know, do things that other people wouldn't do. Like, I'm sure like his wife was like, well, why do you have to help move this stuff into his house? And it's like, well, number one, it's a podcast table for the studio. Number two, it's work. Like going and emptying shit out that we're going to fucking use is work. And we got to clean stuff off and empty drawers. Like it's a job. And listen, we made it on Thanksgiving because that's when the movers could do it. Because the two days that were open were Thanksgiving and December 5th. And those were the two days. And it's like, you know, if you, if you choose to do it on Thanksgiving, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Now, I, you know, my head, I'm like, it's a pandemic. Nobody's having Thanksgiving. Right. You can have Thanksgiving any day, any night. So I think it's just people that say they want to take something all the way and go all the way and go really hard and work, and, you know. But at the end of the day, they really want to be a basic bitch. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But that's kind of deep down who a lot most people are. They're like, yeah, I just want. I just it's like that movie searching for Bobby Fischer. Like the kid realized, I don't want to be a, a great chess player. Um, and the movie made you, you see that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's about this chess kid, and he like he's like his dad is pushing him hard because he discovers chess, and he's got go, you know his kid's like seven or eight. And he has a breakdown, and then finally he realized, oh, he should be able to play baseball and all this shit. And the movie makes it seem like he was able to do both, but then I got into chess later on in life, and I and I realized. Oh yeah, this kid's like a master, but he never made the grandmaster, let alone becoming like a champion. Like he's a loser. He, he like I, I knew people who played with him in Washington Square Park. He's a loser. So it's like you know, it's which fine. Kid, which kid is this? Josh Waitzkin. You know, he he was doing the fucking tutorials on Chessmaster Five Thousand. You know, like got for Christmas one year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the Queen's Gambit? No, it, it seems insane. Just, I, mean, I haven't seen the trailer even, but it's. I, it's I, I, I mean, I watched three episodes. I couldn't do it. I, I was. I mean, I mean, it's I just, I, I look, the, the people who are great at chess, I mean, you have on one side, Bobby Fisher, who's just like, we've played his tapes on the old show. Uh, he, like him calling in on 9-11 to, to the Argentine radio station. Just great. Like, oh, it's yeah. a great day, Pablo. <laughs> Fucking blaming the Jews for everything. I mean, that to me, that's the real Queen's Gambit. I mean, but I want that. <laughs> I want to watch that. Where's that series on Netflix about Bobby Fischer screaming about Jews? Yeah, they do everything uh, except for that. It's more interesting. It's like, how did he get there? Someone explain how he got there. And then yeah. you've got Gary Kasparov, who's getting, like, poisoned by Putin. He's trying to become the governor of Georgia or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But, you know, they're, they're, they're a crazy bunch. And, uh, you know, it is what... I mean, chess is just kind of... Uh, Every idiot plays chess now. It's like you, you, when we grew up, it was a thing where like it seemed smart. I was on the chess team. I was a captain of my chess club in high school, um, and it seemed. Like, but then, now every like every moron you see on the uh, you know waiting for the bus is playing chess on, online with each other. It's just, it's just it's the whole mystique is ruined. There's no more. Uh, 
It's not it's not a noble pursuit anymore. Now like, now it's just like kids who play online poker might as well be the same thing. Like the, the champion right now is like fifteen. He's just some guy who's like you know playing World of Warcraft on one screen, playing chess on fifteen on the, you know fifteen screens on the other. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I just think that like so much of everything now just bored. I'm just bored, and I I don't want to be a you know I just like I like when I watch something I'm like it's boring. I'm bored. Right. It's we're 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 in like uh, the second wave, the second lockdown. Trump's just I think the, I think the third even. Yeah, whatever wave, <laughs> we're, we're, whatever wave we're in, I'm bored by. I know it's horrible and people get sick, and I hope they don't. You know, I'm not going anywhere. And right. I just thought, like, I find every expression of culture boring. I find every argument boring. I find. Every person making any, like, people are mad about a Jordan Peterson book again. The guy's been in a coma right. for a year. Nobody, the guy does, can't even, like, does he have a the new book? brain was wiped clean. Yeah, he's got a new book called 12 More Rules for Life. It's like, <laughs> how did he even write that? It wasn't his brain wiped clean. Like, what I think the fuck? Like, his, his, like, eat, you know, cam girl daughter probably ghostwritten for him. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, people are, people are, people are mad. Penguin Publishing House they had a big thing through a fit. I can't believe you're publishing your piece of book. And I'm like, wasn't look, this a news story like two years ago? Like this guy, look, the, the guy's a kook, right? Like, the guy's, the guy's, the guy's like, I mean, a lot of his lectures are kind of interesting. Like you know, his old, the old school stuff he was but doing. But no one cares about him anymore. It's right. like they're yeah. making him relevant. It's like the guy's. You're mad about it. Also, the, the worst thing he, the worst thing he did was like, say like, "Hey," I mean, he did say something weird about like marriage. But besides that, the worst thing he said was like, "Take responsibility." It was like this guy's a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's also like, guys, just fucking don't you ever get over it? Don't you ever get over anything? Like, it's not important anymore. No one cares. It's amazing how I, this generation, yeah, this generation, yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of notes you as a win. Uh, but it's amazing that this generation well, who is right. more of a Republican than Trump. <laughs> this generation was like the least effective of any generation, probably as far as like organizing and that, and like you know, right. All that shit is the most whipped up about ever. Like they're like little bees flying around, and they need to feel like they've won. Like you know, the whole civil rights movement was able to like m- like shift the needle over years gradually because they were just you know like you know smart, and methodical, and they and they have, you know. And and can, you know was persistent, and like these people just hopping from like thing to thing every week. And it's just what do you like? Who who's your target? Like what what do we what do we even? We're just against like uh, anyone who sounds confident. Is that the, is that the thing? Anyone who sounds aggr- like anyone who like, who doesn't who isn't kind of like just subservient and going oh I'm a real big fucking you know white people. I'm not making it as a race thing. It's just like how much of a fuck like they, they, they like. Anyone who's got any opinion that isn't like completely subservient is just like you know, like villain number one. It's I just, just can't imagine caring. Like, yeah, I can't imagine actually caring, and I can't imagine a lot of these people actually care, and they have to like rev themselves up for it. And it's like you're making a new story when there doesn't need to be one. Just publish the fucking book. It's not going to nearly sell as well as the first fucking book. No one fucking yeah. cares. Just let it go. It's so. Fucking annoyed. The, like, guy, the guy was in a Turkish, like you know, like prison having COVID fits, like a, a sick week. Yeah, <laughs> the guy was having fucking electroshock therapy in Russia. Like, it's the point. It's like, the point you always make what, about Milo. With this, 
Yeah. When like Miles is to be on the skanks, and, you know, and like everyone got mad that he was going to be in the, on the skanks, and you're like, he's in the basement of a Mexican restaurant in Mojave City. Like he's lost already. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, man. It's so boring right now. It's like, I, I get it because this is how you become a basic bitch. Like I can kind of feel myself doing it. Like this is how you just start getting interested in cars and like, oh, I want to get this type of grill. Like I get it because yeah. after a while you start realizing like, oh, there are no solutions. It ain't going to work. And you're like, okay, I guess I should just start like, I like now I look at the birds in my backyard and I'm like, and I'm like, is this how my father gets so like checked out? Like my dad's completely just checked out. And I'm like, this is how it happens. Because like 10 years from now, people are still going to be mad about Jordan Peterson. And I can either pay attention to that or look at my backyard and be like, is that a finch? You know, like <laughs> I could just, like, that's what happens. I, think. I just you picture, just start I picture going, you like, like fucking stupid uh, Hank Paulson. And the fucking, uh, you know, in, in that movie, that To Make the Fail movie, he's just, like, looking at birds while the economy's collapsing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where I'm going to end up. It's not a bad I hobby. You, you, you get a nice, well, honestly, I used to sell, you know, these things. You get a nice pair of, like, Swarovski binoculars or something. It, 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 looking at birds is nice when you're looking through a nice piece of glass. It could be a nice hobby for you. They have yeah, nice... I mean, you just got to start getting into something, man. I mean, this is the problem with politics and fucking culture. It's like, you just got to start getting into something. It's like, we, we're, go, we're circling the drain in the society. I can't even challenge people on their ideas anymore. I just kind of giggle. And I just, you know, want to have fun and be, be funny. And, like, this revolutionary spirit, it doesn't exist. Right. It, it, it's so stupid. And you just got to kind of, unfortunately check out you gotta check out after a while you know it feels I think a like a lot of people like they get this illusion not so much because of like how hard it is to fight the fight but when you realize the people you're fighting how full of shit the people you're fighting with are you know what i mean how, like, i remember when i i remember like when i was like oh stand-up comedy is going out i didn't know how this seems like a pretty definitive blow to it yeah. but uh i you know watching that art form tail off into irrelevancy and not you know because even of the pandemic really but because technology has just kind of flattened everything and it's given everybody the ability to be funny and then once everyone has the ability to be funny you go well if the neighbor is funny you know and they put something on youtube or whatever why do i care about a guy that probably isn't any isn't naturally funny who's worked for years to get funny. Like why? Cause most people just want to laugh. They don't respect the craft of comedy. Right? right. That's the same way I look at the media landscape and the public intellectuals. It's like, well, most people just want to hear something, right? right? They don't care that you like, you know, went places and worked places and studied and like crafted your views in any specific way and challenged them. And, uh, you know, or received accolades and won Pulitzer's. They give a shit. Well, it's like, you what know, you if, so, if some guy has some fucking coin trick in front of you, you might be impressed. And then, like, Pendulette comes out. Oh, that's bullshit. He, yeah, he, I can see his fucking movements and stuff. And like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Like, I'm just, it's like, it's this hyper-fucking focus, which magic doesn't really have. But, like, it's this hyper-focus on, like, yeah, like, the supposed craft when like it's it's it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be a carny act. It's supposed to be like a fucking gimmick, you know. The, the occasional uh, you have the occasional Carlin or the occasional you know uh, Hicks or whatever, 
But, you know, it's just there. It's, you're supposed to go out and just have fun, get drunk, eat chicken fingers. It's there to sell chicken fingers. And then people are trying to make it into this, life, this whole, like, life's vocation. I'm Which, trying to get this guy a Snapchat in London to show me his dick because he <laughs> just started started bothering me on Instagram. And and, and then I'm just like, just show me your dick. Show me if he keeps messaging me. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't think he's ever going to do it. Well, wait, 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 what do you mean he, bought, he was he was harassing you like hey you suck kind of thing? No, 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 no. We're just going on and on about you know uh, you know I should get uh, Katie Hopkins on the show. Get Katie Hopkins on the show. Who's Katie Hopkins? She's the white Candace Owens in Britain. He's like these immigrants. <laughs> they're all they all smell like shit or whatever. You know, what? like God only knows. What happened God to Britain? Knows. I thought Britain was supposed to be the higher class one. <laughs> they all smell bad. <laughs> I don't know what she says. <laughs> whatever. Like, okay. So, no, but she does shit like that. It's, wor- it's worse than that or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I know they got problems with the immigrants over there, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, just show me a dick. They made him download Snapchat because the pictures disappear. So is this guy, is this guy like, do you know he was gay or you just kind of like, you know, playing? You know, he you, says you, he's bi and he's whatever. I'm never going to see him. He's fucking London. I'm just bored. Yeah. I'm like, show me a I'm trying to get show me a I'm like, just show me a dick, you idiot. He's like, it's not a great dick. I'm like, I know you're British. It doesn't matter. Who <laughs> cares? I'm bored. I'm bored. How much of the gay community online is like just wasting time? Is there a lot of time wasting? In the, How uh, much of all communities are just wasting? What's time? What's a good point? But I feel like I, I feel like. Uh, actually, that being said, you know, when I used to date online, it was also kind of a waste most of the time. But I just feel like it's a, it's, it's annoying. It's uh, all a waste of yeah. fucking time, dude. It's all a waste of time. I think at a certain point what happens is if you find someone halfway decent, you just go, all right, let's just do this. Because, <laughs> like, and I mean, like, long-term even. Because you yeah. go, you know what? Like, I'm just sick of this shit. No, I mean, how much, like, this, how, how much of life is supposed to be, you know, devoted to this fucking pursuit? Like, I, it's it's crazy. Um, I mean, it's just annoying. Yeah. Have, you, have you been meeting people out there during the pandemic? It's hard. I mean, yeah. I met a few people out in Palm Springs when I was there, and it, it, but, but it's very hard. It's very difficult in the pandemic. It's like, it's fucking weird. And I meet more people on the road. When I go on the road, it's a lot more fun because it's like, yeah, I'm only town for a while. It's fun. It's like, we all get what it is. And come back to LA, LA just sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, everybody it's... in LA, LA is just the best looking place in the world. Everybody's like, you know, and it's just you go on the road, and people are just impressed by a lot more. <laughs> just yeah. impressed. Like, it's like, yeah, in L.A., it's like, yeah, you got a blue check mark. So is my dog. You know, it's like on the road, you go to Arizona, people are like, whoa. The problem is if you whoa, moved out, let's, let's say you moved to, uh, where's a place you could Texas. move? Yeah, but like um, somewhere, let's say you moved to, like, to somewhere even like smaller, even like Richmond, Virginia. And you were like, the, like you, you were a big star over there. Like, would how weird would that get within like uh, six months? Would you, would everyone just be like, oh, that's a weird creep, like comedian who's just like, I'm saying is like, would people stop being impressed? Yeah, I just think the road is to move. When you travel, you meet people. You yeah, move around, right? Like, like a car. Yeah, it's more fun to go on the road. You meet people. You go, hey, I'm here a couple of days. I'm performing. What are you up to? If there's an urgency. There's like, all right, well, we got. You want to meet? Because I'm out of here. You know, yeah. and it's like there's a novelty, and then you get back home, and it's like, yeah, it's just no one care. It's like 
you know, it's it's also weird with the pandemic and politics now is insane. Like people are putting shit in their bios on hookup apps. Like you better be for defunding the police. Like, what are you doing? What is this? If you're, you know, if you're not for fucking, uh, if you haven't read Trotsky, I'm not sucking your dick. Yeah, it's like you don't show up at this glory hall with your pro police. You're like, wait a minute, hold on. I mean, that needs to be a, you know, a, it's like. I mean, what is there? They, they they used to be a thing. Didn't didn't guys like gay guys used to like hook up with cops and stuff? Or was that? Or am I just making it up in my head? Oh, that probably is the case. I'm sure it was the case to a certain degree. By gay cops. What a horrible Thanksgiving. What a horrible Thanksgiving. <laughs> by the way, for everyone, like it just hit me how bad this has been. Like this has been so atrocious. It's like everybody in everybody in the photos on Facebook looks already dead. They're like involved in there. You have masks on. That people are cooking. It looks so bad, dude. Do you see my turkey I made? It looks pretty good. Yeah, we we I, I spank cocked it. Baby, baby, what's it called? Spank uh, span cocked. I can't remember what we call it. It's, what it's does a, that even mean? It's when you slice it down the the backbone. You slice the backbone out and spit cock it. It can't. I have it written down. <laughs> spit cock it sounds so <laughs> look, look, this is a spitcock turkey. Uh, spatchcock. That's it. Spatchcock. Yeah, I mean, it's like. And, uh, you know, so you kind of butterfly it out. Some guy on Instagram was like, that's not spatchcock. It's because it got bunched up in the picture. But trust me, I, I cut the backbone out, all right? It was hard. I don't have a good knife, so it was hard to do. But, you know, we, 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 made, we made a nice little two person Thanksgiving. We had mashed potatoes, handmade, and we had the. Uh, Stuffing, but you know, I, I also I you know I could have eaten fucking you know Denny's or not Denny's. I've never eaten Denny's in my life. What am I talking about? Like whatever, takeout, McDonald's. Like I don't understand this weird fixation on like you know getting together and like oh it's, it's just like you th- you think about like you know what it was like in the Soviet Union in like the seventies and like you know people were just like living in shitty, shitty apartment blocks and just you know. They just know what the, the government's, you know, they're coming back from Afghanistan with, like, legs missing and shit. And everyone's just fucking depressed and come back on heroin. And, like, we're all just like, oh, we can't eat fucking turkey together. It's just like, it's like, it's, it's not making a fuss about it. It's not even a fucking deal. It's just, just relax. It's, it's like. <laughs> How funny would it be if they did get people to sign waivers? that they couldn't go to the hospital <laughs> if they went to, like, their Thanksgiving? <laughs> and they're like. EMTs like had to show up at their house and, <laughs> and like they go like no no they're like if their oxygen is low they're like slapping around like a fish on the floor and the EMTs like no 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 they, they show up and like, they show up the guy's been stabbed like we still can't do anything I'm sorry <laughs> but yeah I don't know it's just like the level of, I mean, people act like this is like, I mean, World War Two and everything. Like, you know, they act like this is World War Two and we're rationing. And like, it's just, I mean, the people who are out of work, it does suck. That, that's different. That's what, but that's not the people bitching. The people bitching, the people going like, oh, I can't, I can't believe I can't go to fucking Thanksgiving. Like, or like, you know, they, half the people going to Thanksgiving anyway, just you know, they don't give a shit. And the other half is bitching about it. And it's like, you know, people need to get drafted in this country. What are we whining about? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just, I feel it's, like people should go to war. Send them to war, and Kamala will. Yeah. Wait, wait you can say Iran? 
I think Iran's next. It'd be kind of weird because I mean, like, I'm not trying to start a war with China, which I, I, I maybe I, maybe I have the power to do. I don't know, but it does. It, we were talking before. It does seem like you know more and more like this. Maybe this is a bioweapon, um, just because like it doesn't seem like China seems to be doing fine, unless they're lying about it, which they might be. They're pretty pretty tight lipped, but um, this would be like you know it, when we're, as we're seeing it develop over the over, you know with the wider picture now. Again, not to be conspiratorial, but it seems like. Uh, if it was the if it was a weapon, it did a good job. You know, I mean, the the economy's gutted. The the Dow is you know spiking, which is you know, but you know, but, but know, no one's working. So listen, I I have to I have to cut this short. Every door in my house now because a windstorm is opening, and none of them were like all of them. I got to call a locksmith in tomorrow because <laughs> they're all like fucking coming up. So I just have to shut these doors because now leaves are blowing in. There's going to be a mountain lion coming in here telling me about queuing on. Oh, well, thanks so for doing the show. I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. I'll, I'll do it again. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. So that was Tim Dillon. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up. We're close to a full pod here. I was, you know, it's good, good that they cut me off in the middle of my waxing philosophical about the war with China. But, uh, yeah, it might happen. And, uh, I'm not going to go fight. I mean, uh, maybe I'll, I'll sit in, like, a you know Predator drone thing and I'll just, you know, hit targets with a joystick. What do I know? So... We'll wrap this up. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure to go get your uh, "I'm a Wine Bitch Princess" T-shirts. Um, you can find them on my Twitter page. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be a link on the on the description of this though too. But uh, they're phenomenal shirts. They're you know they're available for a limited time. They're uh, it's a wine bottle holding a butcher knife. It's a great T-shirt. Uh, you can listen to the Patreon. We have an episode every week, uh, extra episode, uh, five dollars a month. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Kump. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. Have a great day.